Welcome to the podcast series, Interest Rates with Mates, with Colin, Todd, Sean, Jody, and Sarah. Good afternoon, everyone. Hi. Hey, Sean. Hey, Sean. I had a bit of a blunder before. I pressed the record button, but I didn't have my SD card in there. But that's all right. Take two. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sarah, Jody, new brokers. Um, we've kicked Colin and Todd out today, and we're doing another um, woman of finance, Louisa. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Sean. So today is all about um, you guys. I'm just purely here to guide you in questions, things like that. So I want it to be a conversation between you ladies. Educate the audience of what you've done, what you hope to do, and yeah, we'll Perfect. we'll start with background. Sounds good. So Sarah, um, give us a little bit uh, introduction, background. Yeah, um, I love it. So I've been here at Mason Finance for about a week and a half, um, been diving great in. It's been lots of fun. Everyone's very supportive and there's a great vibe out on the floor. So I'm looking forward to what the future brings. I have been a broker for um, around half a year now. I made the transition from federal government work in Canberra, Um, moved up here on the sunny coast with my family about three years ago, and that was the real catalyst for me to see that there was another world out there and finally take the plunge to change careers, which I've been thinking about for a long time. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I loved what I used to do, but my passion has always been in finance, and through my own experiences, I've really discovered a love for you know, learning about finances and wanting to share that knowledge with others. So I thought a broker could be a great way to do that. And in particular, um, teach and empower women to build wealth through their finances and investing. Awesome. So good. Very good. Jodie, you've been in finance a Yeah, I've been here a long time. (laughs) (laughs) How long is long? So, oh, I think, you know, we start talking about the 30-year mark. Um, I started out as a financial advisor. Um, and I was a financial advisor for for many, many years. I've held a proper authority with ASIC since 1998, so a very long time. Um, the last three years I've been a bank manager for a community-owned bank. Uh, it's only worth about $3 billion or whatever. So we were really limited in what we could do um, for our clients as far as lending goes. So I always have referred to Cole Mason for, I don't know, 15, 17 years. And um, when the opportunity presented to join the team, I jumped at it with both both hands because it's, um, yeah, it's an incredible team. It's a, it's a great environment and um, I can do more here. So, yeah, so the last, I think this is my fourth week now, Sean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm on fire. I thought you were on too. That's how fast the time goes. <laughs> no, so yeah, so I am madly passionate about finance. I've got a master's in finance as far as degrees go, and I've been on the public speaking circuits around teaching and empowering women around money for many years. Um, so, you know, things like this podcast is just so great. Really mm. good. Yep. And Louisa. Well, I moved to Australia nine years ago. I'm from Colombia originally. Uh, I did my business. You'd never guess. No, <laughs> I uh, did my business degree back home and always okay. knew that I wanted to be in finance. Uh, when I moved to Australia, I had the opportunity to join a company and then this is how I started You know, my journey as a mortgage broker. Uh, I've been with my son for two years now and I love you know, what Sarah was saying, You know, helping women to... Oh. You know, build wealth and understanding more how we can do that. So I really enjoy being part of the team and we have something special here. Definitely. We sure yeah. do. Mm. We sure do. 
So on the back of on the back of that, um, women in finance is coming with a balancing act, and that balancing act is it really is family. Yeah. So tell me a little bit how you do that work life balance in terms of being a particular mum life or just in general. Yeah. I, how do we do it, oh. Jodie? <laughs> <laughs> well, on a week where none of us have slept much. No, we, I've got teenagers, so it's a little bit different again to having young ones. Um, do you know, if I'm brutally honest with you, there is no such thing as a work-life balance. Mm. I think some weeks um, you're really heavily work-focused and then other weeks it's family. Just a disclaimer, it's not because of directors. it's just because we care about our clients no because we do and we're like we're literally so busy with helping people and it's a beautiful problem to have Mm. um and i think for the most part because our clients are families and mums and dads themselves they get it they understand um you know, if I call on a weekend, um, people are surprised that I'm calling them about their loan on a Sunday. But quite often that's when they're, you know, they've got their family time and they can talk. And, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I'd, I'd like to say that, that, you know, I've mastered the work-life balance. But as I get closer to 50, I realise that I don't think there's such a thing. Um, and f- sometimes if you're lucky enough to have work that you enjoy – then you Never don't work a day in your life. Yeah, not quite. But anyway, it's uh, yeah, it is like that though. Yep. You know, you you tend to enjoy it. It's not uh, drudgery, and I don't know. I, my clients are amazing. The clients here, the team, it makes it a little bit more enjoyable. Trying to find that balance. Yep. Mm. Yeah. Sarah, yep. what do you reckon? Yeah, I have to say the balance is a little bit tricky because I have I have younger children. I have a six-year-old and a three-year-old, okay. so still very, very much in the trenches there. Um, I'm lucky to have a wonderful husband who works from home who's able to support me a little bit in terms of school drop-offs and pickups. But, um, yeah, I don't think there is such a thing, especially when we do love what we do. And um, I have found that um, transitioning into mortgage broking, it is it is a flexible it is a flexible mm. job. Mm. But in saying that, because I'm loving it so much and I love helping people so much, mm. I can't help myself but just want to keep yeah, working, working and working yeah. and working. <laughs> um, so yeah, so while the flexibility is fantastic, and Mason Finance Group is excellent at supporting their staff to work sort of flexibly yeah. around families, um, it's definitely still a busy a busy job, but we love doing it. Yeah. I think it's down to our process as well. Mm. Um, so if you're a one-man band, then you're doing, you're seeing clients, you're processing their, um, their loans, yep. you're organising settlements. So I think that would, our processes here is we've got uh, individual team members that actually help us do that. Mm. And I think that's what gives us the, the flexibility to be able to, you know, see clients and still have a work-life balance. But yes. yes. And, and so that I, was a feature yeah. that attracted me to work for Mason Finance yep. um, before I was doing you know, pretty much everything, yeah. um, everything myself. Yeah. And it is really, really hard. Yeah. Um, so it's so nice now to have a team that I know that I can rely on who are all experts at what they do so I can focus on what I'm good at and know that they're doing the same. Yeah. Yeah, and the system. So even just to be able to make phone calls in the car to people um, and then, you know, voice message, voice to text, and then that gets uploaded and yep. so we're not missing anything and it's yeah. you know, it's kind of refreshing that even on the road you can be doing things and talking to people and yep. – yeah. Very good. Um, as female brokers, uh, do you feel your perspective brings something unique to the table in terms of finance? Louisa. Sean. 
Uh, I think so, because as women, we think a little bit different. Mm -hmm. uh, we are more caring about, I don't know, you know, with kids and all that, we really care about clients. And then maybe we can see a different perspective when we're trying to resolve an issue or find a solution for a client. Uh, so we can definitely bring another perspective to the table. And Mason Finance Group is good balance for that because we go Mel Brokers, like Sean, Paul and Todd, and then the three of us now. So I think we will be able to like, like tailor more solutions. And with women, we can understand, you know, what is the appetite for the race or what are their you know options for investment. So I think being women in the industry is going to bring a little bit of different background and it's going to help the industry to grow because the broken industry is pretty male dominated. And then it's more women entering into the industry. And that, I think that's going to change a little bit how we tell the solutions to our clients. Yeah, look, I agree wholeheartedly. I've been in the finance game for 30 plus years. And especially when I was a financial advisor, a lot of um, families, mums and dads would come to me and the women are helping make, or quite often they're the decision makers in their household. You know, if they're not happy with the way an investment's moving forward, they won't do it. Yeah. So if you get the wife on board, um, happy wife, happy life, all that sort of stuff. Um, sometimes it can be more empowering because we can uh, break it down, explain it um, a little bit differently, easier. Um, I've worked with men my whole life and quite often they're very straightforward and they don't go into the uh, the why you might be doing something or, um, you know, quite often it's just about the figures and, and not the emotional side of it. Um, as I think that's a huge strength for women especially when you're making decisions about buying million-dollar yep. investment properties and things like that. Mm. Yep. And yep. I'm, I'm certainly seeing, seeing trends change. Probably at least half of my clients, it's the female driving the deal and the female who's in charge of the family finances mm. and, yep. you know, actively seeking and learning and want, wanting better financial outcomes for their family, which is really exciting. Um, and I think as a female broker and a young female broker, it's been very interesting that I've had, um, I guess, um, men who I wouldn't have thought – want to want to work with a younger female, be interested in doing so because they feel less threatened and less judged, especially mm. if their financial situation isn't maybe what um, they've portrayed to their peers or on social media. Um, so that's been an interesting learning experience for me. But I think I think we bring we bring that kind of maybe um, empathy and warmth mm. to yeah. that process. Hundred percent. Yeah. Very good. I love it. Um, on the back of that, is there any advice that you give women out there that's looking to get into the finance industry? Yeah, it's a great career for women. It really is. It's um, it's sometimes challenging because um, quite often we need time off to have kids. So you've got time out of the workplace, you've got less super than your male colleagues, all of that sort of stuff. Um, I just think it's empowering women full stop to learn about money to learn about budgeting, to learn about investing, to learn about tax minimisation. Um, this career provides all of that, you know. Um, yeah, since I started working in the industry, I just much better with my money. Like I know what I'm spending, what I'm saving. I was able to purchase my first home as well. So has given me so much knowledge. Congratulations. Mm. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, definitely you are thinking of, you know, getting into the industry. Just go for it. It's, it's hard. Um you, it's not like an eight to five job because you are helping people and people are relying on you. And then when you love what you do, you can just switch off, go home, and then now you need to be there 100%. But 
it's an amazing career. Um, it is. And it can be done remotely now. Thanks um, thanks to COVID, everyone is quite happy to do video calls yeah. instead, of, instead of coming into an office. And it is a job that you can do flexibly around your family. Um, first step would be obviously figuring out what aspect of finance that that you want to get into and what and what really draws you in. Um, and then feel free to come and speak to one of us. Um, we yeah. can tell you how, how to get qualified and the kind of steps that you might need to go through and the things to think about. Yeah. And there's also there's career starters too. You don't yeah. have to come in as a broker. You know, there's oh, lots of exactly yeah. much like what you did. You know, yeah, yeah. being at a bank. I I started at a bank yeah, yeah. as a personal banking assistant. I think that's what they call it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but you work your way up. You you learn the ropes. You learn what finance is all about, and that just helps your knowledge later down the track. Yeah, I didn't have any experience being a broker, and I just applied for a diploma. We Kaplan got a scholarship, did a course, and someone gave me the mm. opportunity and gave yep. me the training for a year, and then. You have it's to like, start somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it doesn't mean that you just do the diploma. Yeah, yeah probably just don't go straight to broking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> probably just need to gain a little bit of experience. Yeah. Um, but yeah. then you, you, we all picked it up pretty quickly. Yeah. Unlike me, I just dived straight in. Yeah. Um, there we go. <laughs> but you had that background, you know what I mean? I did. I had the experience on my sort of personal side yeah. as a um, as a client and as an yep. investor, but it's definitely a whole different it world sure <laughs> on it this sure side is. of things. Oh, you're doing great, so. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, building relationships is crucial. Um, obviously, in, um, here at Mason Finance Group, the Google reviews reflect what we do. We've built those relationships um, how do you approach establishing trust and, rep- and rapport with your clients? Okay. As, that could be communication. So if you say to them, you know, I'll give you a call tomorrow, it's making sure that you, you call them tomorrow because yeah. that's what you've told them. Yeah. So how, how do you build that trust, that rapport with your clients? By, by doing exactly that, I think, I think clear communication, making them feel valued and seen as individuals, that they're not just another number, um, to really um, – I guess, talk through their situation, understand their goals, exactly what they want to achieve, and then and then deliver on that and not make false promises and get back to them when we say they're going to. It's funny you mentioned that because, you know, the amount of clients that I see that have, you know, come from a bank that want to refinance and they say, we're just a number to them. Mm. And that's because, you know, you know, part of our process is once you do a loan with us, you know, we check up every 12 months and reprice your loan. Mm-hmm. We, you don't hear a banker doing that, do you? Mm. Um, so it's that personal touch and you don't become a number with us, you no. know. So No, and that's why we've got such a huge referral um, mm. network as well, you know. Um, plus also our referral partners like the real estates and the solicitors and they know that if they send someone to us, that client gets exceptional service. Yep. End of story. So that sort of that that creates trust and reassurance. Little things like um, every single client is saved in my phone. So um, I do the same thing. Yeah. So <laughs> and it, you know even if they're making inquiries and things like that, so that when they call back, I know exactly who I'm speaking to straight yeah. away. It's possible. Um, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And it also means that if I'm thinking about somebody. Um, just wondering how they are or I know something's happened with their dog or something like that. I can send them a quick text or uh, make a quick phone call and I think all of that sort of stuff builds rapport. Uh, it's been I've been in the game, like I said before, a really long time and um, you see people come and go in this industry. Um, Cole's and, and the, actually every single person here has got an exceptional reputation. So, mm. And, you know, what it's like, one bad apple spoils the cart. Um, 580 plus five-star Google reviews. 
you know, that um, that means a lot. So That's right. And how many clients have become friends now? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah that's exactly right. <laughs> and we always try to find the solution to the client as well. If we can help a client today, we just work, you know, okay, this is what we need to do to get to that point. And then the client is like, okay, you really care and you mm-hmm. listen to our goals and our needs. And yep. I'm going to go and see you in 12 months mm. or two years. but And they have their friends and family as well. Yeah, exactly. And, that's, and then, then that's how it all starts. And sometimes yeah. we can't do anything for them right now. No. You know, sometimes it's we have the conversation, um, we give them a plan. You know, this is what we, we need. We almost become financial planners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and budget. And budget and psychologists. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. psychologists, goal yeah. setters, dreamers. Yep. yep. Um, last one, uh, is there any sort of initiatives or causes that are close to your heart? Uh, for me, it's definitely the women, um, solo women, solo mums, female education, um, a, a huge problem that we have, especially on the Sunshine Coast actually, if I'm honest, is women over 50 with nowhere to live, mm. um, no assets, <laughs> Um, they've raised children, they've gone through a divorce, whatever. however their life has been, that's a really big demographic um, and I love to help where I can. So, um, yeah, that's a big passion piece for me. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I mean, um, while I love helping, you know, younger people see see how they can get their foot into the door into the industry, something unexpected that, that I found that I really love doing since I became a broker is helping women who are going through divorces or separation be able to see a positive financial mm. future for themselves on the other side of that. Yeah. Um, you know, being someone who they can trust, um, you know, um, crunch the numbers and work in partnership with their, um, with their, with their solicitor mm. um, to show them what, what could be possible and mm. try and show, um, I guess, pave a way forward for them. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Because sometimes they think that this is not moving forward and they lost hope and we said, no, we're going to be fine and we can make this happen and you're going to yeah. move forward, you're going to be yeah. okay with your kids and you're going to do it. And yeah. yeah. That's amazing. And the cost of living, you know, it's just next level and so many families are hurting. So even just to um, revisit family finances mm. with, with people to be able to try and save money and see if we can, you know, yeah. keep their houses and things like that, it's, yeah, it's – Keep it it's empowering. Mm. And it, like I, I met with a lady last week and we went through a borrowing capacity um, and she was actually surprised at what she can borrow. Mm. She's already gone to make an offer. Yeah, that's, like, that's exciting. how excited Ooh, wow. people get. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and we're so right at the see. top of the, the interest rate mu- like cycle. You know, we're really right at the top of high interest rates. Um, so if you get your capacity done now, mm. it's only going to improve down the track, you that's know, right. whether it's your servicing ability or your capacity to borrow. So those sorts of things, knowing the figures is empowering because then you can make some great decisions. Absolutely. Mm. See, it wasn't that nervous, was it? <laughs> Who was nervous? We're just talking about Thanks. us, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Thanks for joining. It's uh, it's always good to do these episodes, and we will do it uh, a bit more often. Um, Sarah, you're welcome. Thank Katie, you. I know you've been Thank here you. a while, but welcome. Thank you. Louisa, keep doing what you're doing. Thank you, Sean. <laughs> Thanks for having us on the podcast. Thanks, Sean. Thank you, and uh, we'll see you next fortnight. See you, Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of our podcast. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed creating it for you. If you have any feedback, questions, or suggestions for future topics, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. All of these episodes are available to download for free wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time, take care.